In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. We gather for this momentous and glorious occasion, remembering that it is God who brings about all of this, that it is our Lord and coming to the feast, the wedding feast, the party at Cana, that he blessed not only marriage, but everything that God had done up to that point. This is where he begins to manifest his glory in his ministry. We've heard in the prayers going back from, to the very beginning, because marriage comes from the very beginning. It was written into creation. God creates Adam. He brings Eve out of Adam. And then as the prayers tell us, God joins them together. It is not Adam and Eve wandering around and then finding each other and being like, oh, you're interesting. Oh, you're pretty. Maybe we should get together. It is God who says, you, you, here, now. Multiply. So do the planet. Do the things that you were made to do. Because the crowns that are now on your head were the crowns that Adam and Eve had. They are because God made us, man and woman, king and queen of the universe. Creation, the crown of creation, is man and woman. God joins Adam and Eve, and then we recited the patriarchs of old, how God blessed Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebekah, Jacob and Rachel, and then more names, more people that he blessed. And then it comes to the gospel reading, and we see how from creation through all of salvation history, from of old up into the beginning of our Lord's ministry, it has been man and woman that God has brought together to manifest his glory. And it is particularly in the sacrament of marriage that we do not come together. This is not a contract written between you two. I don't know of a contract that you guys have written up, but that doesn't sound like you guys. This is <clears throat> you coming together because God brought you to himself, to St. Anne's, and now he brings you to each other. It is he who blesses with his presence at the wedding feast. It is he who joins you together. It is, of course, your wills that you are here, that you have said yes to our Lord, but it is not a contract. Uh, it is not particularly me outside of the fact that as a priest and an icon of Christ that I stand to do this, but it is God himself who weds you. It is God himself who joins you, who blesses you. Now, when God joins man and woman together, he's joining together puzzle pieces that haven't quite figured out how to fit together yet. It's like a big old puzzle that you've got to put together, and maybe even the factory messed up in a few places, <laughs> and you have to make sure that little bits get corrected. And that is the friction. That is, especially as the gospel tells us, they start... They are running out of wine and then water, and now there's trouble. Because the wedding feast 
in all of its glory as going to the wedding feast and then coming away from the wedding feast, maybe even present in the wedding feast, God forbid, but there's always possibly some friction. There's friction before, there's friction after. There is God enjoining man and woman together. He knew what he was doing, but as all of us who have been married for more than a year or two know, because about a year or so, the honeymoon really starts to wear off. And you know, I have been joined to this person. And this is God that joins me to this person. It is George and Daria. Tyler and Melissa, joined together by God. He does this, and this is why in a few moments, as we uh, go around this table, that we will sing the martyr song. That we know that in following Jesus Christ and the manifestation of his glory, it's not just the best wine uh, out of some kind of like snapping of the hands and all of a sudden you have pure, vintage, awesome marriage. It takes time to make a good wine. It takes time for the good wine of marriage to come together. And as you both know, as our Lord brings you together, and as our Lord bringing you together and joining you, that the way that you are knit together, it has to be as outlined in Ephesians, but outlined especially because it's the mystery of Christ in the church. That is George dying to himself. That is Daria dying to herself. For the sake of the other. There is no other path for the puzzle to be finished, to come together, to make sure that all of the glory that is present as man and woman together, and as the prayers remind us of a household, that God will bless you with children, and that your household, as the prayers of the church tell us, this is not a selfish thing between the two of you, but God blesses man and woman, joins you together for the sake of the world. This is for your sake. It is for your future children's sake, God willing. It is for the sake of all of those who are present. It is for the sake of St. Anne's. It's for the sake of the entire world that he brings you together. Because as he blesses you and joining you together, He gives gifts. He gives abundant gifts. That doesn't mean that it has to be a 4,000 square foot house. It doesn't mean that you get the yacht. That doesn't mean that you get X, Y, and Z as the world tells us these are the only ways to be happy. You can live in a hut and the glory and honor and all of the things of the crowns that are upon your head, the hospitality, the love that is given to the world, people know holiness. They can almost smell it. There's an intuition. When you're around it, you find humility, you find love, you find reality. People are drawn to it. So may God bless you as he joins you together. May you seek him out. Seek out the mother of God, just as she turns to our Lord and says, uh, we need some better, like the wine, we need some help, right? This is where the church This is where the saints, this is where everything that God joining together gives you the tools in order to make his glory manifest with the two of you joined together here today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let us say with all our soul and with all our mind, let us say... Amen.